fresh, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, ready to go. 104, Sunday afternoon. This is an incredible weekend. It is an amazing weekend. Your mic's not on. Where's your mic? There you are. Am I on now? Hi, buddy. Hello, right. I'm here. Yeah. So Live enjoy radio. it. Talk to us. Give us a call. You're sitting around in a deck chair having a wobbly pop, and you have some severance questions. We will be uh, talking about that all uh, all hour here. First, uh, as we get into it, the number is 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. Lior's private number, of course, 416-216-5900. And to email, if you're a little bashful, Lior, L-I-O-R, at employmenthour.com. Uh, we always start off with the week that was, my friend. How was it? Well, John, first of all, the week that was was gorgeous weather-wise, yeah. but that's <laughs> not what you meant, of course. Uh, and, and welcome, everyone, to the show and for listening. Uh, so I always like to start off, as you know, by talking about a couple of situations, a couple of cases, matters that I dealt with this week, because there's always some uh, important and interesting lessons to be learned. So the first case I'm going to talk to you about uh, reminds us again that short service employees uh, do get severance mm-hmm. and that a probationary period is not assumed or implied. So, so let me break this situation down for you. I received a, an email from a gentleman this week who was hired as the dealer principal of a car dealership. Right, right. Not, not Greg Carrasco. No, no, he's, uh, he's fine. You uh, guys are buddies, but it's a different uh, thing. Different yeah. situation. For those now that don't know what a dealer principal is, generally it's the general manager of, uh, of the car dealership. Essentially, he's the person running the dealership. So it's a very senior position. So this person was 58 years old and had been a, in a car business for a very long time. Now, after working for just a hair under three months, he was let go. Apparently, he and the owner of the dealership had different views as to how the dealership should be run. Mm-hmm. Fine. Well, he received a letter from the owner of the dealership saying, well, since you've only been here for a short period of time, and since you're in your probationary period, you're being let go, and no severance is yep. going to be paid. Knew that was coming. And we've seen that before on the show. Well, of course, and as you know, John, and as our listeners hopefully know, that's wrong and illegal. The person was definitely entitled to severance, and now as a general manager, at the age of 58, he could be entitled to as much of six mo- as much as six months severance, even though he only worked there for three months. Now, and with his salary, we're talking about a significant amount of money that he was legally owed. So, so why, in fact, does he get it, even though he only worked for such a short period of time? Short service does not mean no severance. You're entitled to severance regardless of whether you work for a short period of time or, or, or for a very short period of time. Obviously, someone who would have uh, been much younger than him or someone that wouldn't have had a senior position would not get six months of severance after only working for three months, but they would still definitely get severance. So the first lesson here is that short service does not mean little to no severance. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Now, what about this issue of probation? Right. Uh, What's important to understand is that uh, probation, there's no such concept uh, in law. The concept of probation does not exist in law. It has to be created by a contract of employment. So if you sign a contract that says that for the first three months you're on probation and your employment can be terminated without severance during that period of time, well, then that's fine. But most people don't don't sign something like that, so they do get severance. So very important. Probation is not implied. Short service does not mean little severance. So in this case, for this gentleman, instead of zero, he's looking at six months compensation. Big and deal. You, and some people would say that, say, how, how's that even possible? He's getting twice the severance than the length he actually owed. But it's the triple threat of your age, your length of employment, right? And, Absolutely. And, and the law says just because uh, an employee you've worked for a company for a short period of time, for three months, doesn't mean it's going to take you less time to find another job. In fact, it may take you longer because right. you have to explain why you've only worked there for three months. So that's going to 
going to have the impact of increasing the amount of severance. And being 58, not 28, there's not going to be a lot of doors knocking on. Absolutely. Right? No. Much harder, yeah. the law says, arguably correct, to find a job at 58 than in 28 or 38. Cool. So first situation. The second situation, a very interesting matter and one that I've, I've come across quite a few times, but I don't know if we've talked before on the show. Uh, this employee had worked in Asia for some 15 years for a very large company. Uh, the company has worldwide operations, and it posted internally for a job at its Canadian offices in Ontario. Now, this gentleman applied for that position and internally, and eventually he got it. So, he's a Canadian? Uh, no, he's oh, not okay. a Canadian. Okay. No, no, he's, uh, he's, he has Asian nationality. So one year ago, he was transferred to the Canadian outfit and started working here. He got his work permit, working here legally, okay. uh, transferred about a year ago. Now, at the time when he started, he signed an employment agreement with a Canadian company. Fast forward a year, uh, and surprise, surprise, the Canadian company decided to let him go, and there's no position available for him back, uh, back in Asia. And the Canadian company says, well, you've been with us for a year, so here's your severance based on that one year. Mm-hmm. Well, is that right? Negative. No. Negative, absolutely. Of course it's not right. He had worked for that same uh, company uh, for, or the same family of companies for over 15 years. He was transferred. This was an internal move. This was not a situation where he quit his job and then uh, started looking and found another job at a different company. So for him, this meant that now that his employment was terminated, he is a 15-year employee, and he'd likely be looking at 18 months of severance instead of maybe four months that he would get if he was only a one-year employee. Now, I see this quite often. A person is transferred from abroad to Canada, they work here for a period of time, and then their employment is terminated. And then doing that, they don't get credit for their full service. That is wrong. And if the person does not do anything about it, they'd be walking away from significant amounts that are owed to them. What if, let me ask you reverse it for you. Well, actually, we'll go into a break here. I'm going to ask you this when we come back. Keep that, keep that thought fresh, though. I want to ask you a question about uh, working abroad and the reverse. Uh, you want to give us a call at 416-870-6400, star 640 on sale. Lior's number is 416-216-5900. Your questions, severance, throw them at us. We got them right here in the Employment Hour. Talk Radio, AM 640. 113 Sunday. Yeah, look, if you've got any any doubt that you've got a package or you're let go and you got, uh, you know, uh, severance that is inadequate, please give us a call now. We'll uh, we'll clear it up and, and deal with it for sure. Uh, the process of obtaining better severance. This is something we, we've talked about in past shows and it's really worth going over again. What, uh, what do you think? Well, here's the thing, John. I mean, why do most people not call uh, lawyers or those people that don't call lawyers uh, when they lose their job? Why is that? Oftentimes, it's because they're, they're scared of the process. They're scared of, of the idea of challenging their employer for, uh, for their full entitlements. That Maybe they don't like lawyers. I never figured out why people would not like lawyers. We're some of the best people out there. Uh, but mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> no comment, right, Johnny? <laughs> no, but, but in all seriousness, there's this, this fear uh, of, of doing something about it. And, you know, the message that I, I want to convey, because that, that, if you take one thing from, from our show, take this point, and that is, to obtain proper severance, to get your entitlements, is not complicated. It's not long. It's not expensive. Unlike many other legal issues, you know, if you if you go through a, a divorce or if it's a criminal matter, those things can be uh, very lengthy, expensive, and complicated. Very, very different in the employment field. So if someone is there thinking, well, you know, my offer is not good or I've just been let go. I don't know if it's good or not, but I- I'm worried about calling a lawyer because the whole process is going to be tough. You're you're just wrong. It's not that. It's very simple. And in most of these cases, we're able to resolve these things on excellent terms in a week or two with with little to no effort. So very, very important that people give us a call if if they have questions about their legal rights, if they lose their job. Very, very important. 
Now, uh, usually what we do when, when someone comes in and they want to talk about their entitlements, we review their offer. We could do it in person. We do it over the phone. And then we decide uh, what the best course of action is. In most cases, it's as simple as now engaging their employer in a negotiation. So we would uh, out, uh, provide their employer with a letter saying, here's what we feel is appropriate. The employer responds. We negotiate back and forth. And, uh, and usually that resolves it very quickly, amicably, and, uh, and on good terms. And people should know this, that employers expect this. You're, you're, not, you're not done you're throwing a bucket of water in the employer's face. Like, how dare you? They expect you to, 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 to try to get more, right? Well, I find usually employers fall into two categories, okay? Either the employer does not know better, so they may offer inadequate packages. They didn't know any better. So we have an opportunity to educate that employer mm-hmm. to make sure that they now get advice so they can find out, yes, you do owe this employee more. So engaging the employer has a positive impact in, in that situation. The other half are employers that, that may know better. They offer less package than what they should have, but they fully expect that the employee is going to come back and negotiate more, and uh, and they're uh, and they're waiting for that. Then, when the employee comes back and asks for their proper severance, they negotiate and resolve it. So, in either case, whether the, your employer knows that it should be paying more, or your employer doesn't know, he's just not not aware. By by engaging them, engaging them in that discussion, you're going to have a good result. Four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred star six forty on sale. You want to give us a call? Um, does an employee ever have to sue the former employer? And you know that that's the that's often the question. You know, do I have to sue and you know, the, the word lawsuit is, uh, could be an intimidating word, and, and, you know, it's not fun. And certainly something, something like a lawsuit is something that's not taken lightly. In most cases, in the employment field, you do not have to start legal action. You do not have to sue your employer. Uh, that is the exception rather than the rule. And uh, so in most cases, you know, you, you can resolve it very quickly with a letter or two, no lawsuit. Can you, do you sometimes have to sue? Yes, in some cases you do. But again, unlike in other types of legal actions, uh, legal action against an employer for, for wrongful dismissal, for severance, mm-hmm. tends to be very quick. On average, it can be resolved in three months or less. Uh, and and it's, it's very, very simple, unlike some other legal actions. So people shouldn't be intimidated. At the very least, they should find out what their entitlements are and what the options are. So if you're listening to this and you've got a package in front of you, let me ask you this question. This might answer before anybody picks up a phone. Percentage-wise, how many people right off the top are given adequate severance? Very small. Honestly, really? I mean, I, I myself and, and my team, we probably talk every single week to over 100 people, okay? Over 100 people every single week that have been let go. And out of those people, I'm going to tell you that easily 90 have inadequate package. And usually it's inadequate to the tune of, of you know, thousands and thousands of dollars rather than, oh, well, it, you know, it's a few hundred bucks off. So most people are offered inadequate packages uh, for, for one of the two reasons usually that I said either the employer knows but hopes that the employee doesn't know or the employer doesn't know uh, at all. Mm-hmm. So most people, if you're, you're looking at a severance package, statistically speaking, and this is not me saying I've been doing this for a long time, I, 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 I'm, I can back this up with real numbers, uh, you're, you're probably going to be looking at a piece of paper that outlines inadequate severance. So uh, we'll get to the uh, severance pay calculator just after the uh, the next break because it, it factors into this quite quite greatly. So say I've used the severance pay calculator. Like, wow, I'm surprised the number I got it is shocking. This this looks this looks incorrect. What is the likelihood of success of me coming to you after I've decided to call a lawyer and getting my severance bumped up? It's extremely high. These things are not complicated. You know, uh, it, it's it's there's very little room to argue in terms of what the person's entitlements are. You know, maybe. Uh, one can debate whether someone gets five months severance or six months severance, but it's certainly not going to be two months. You know what I mean? So for the most part, most people that engage in the process of improving their severance 
resolve it very quickly. The vast majority of people. I mean, I, I can't, off the top of my head, I can't think of one case where someone came to me and I told them, yes, we can get it resolved and we couldn't get it resolved. I think I had one case like that years ago because in that case, it turned out after the fact, the employer found out that the employee was actually stealing. stealing. Yeah, right. and, and, and forget it. In that case, <laughs> uh, you're not going to get your severance. But off the top of my head, I can't think of any other case where someone did not get their entitlements. So uh, it, it's, it's, uh, the message here is make the call. Let us get, uh, get you some help. Let's get the severance package improved. We'll take a uh, short break. 416-870-6400 is the number. Star 640 on cell. Lior EmploymentHour.com is the website, or at least his email. You want to contact him directly. Give us a call if you've got questions about all this. We're going to continue with the process of obtaining better severance right here on the Employment Hour. Talk Radio, AM 640. You are the Chuck Norris of employment, my friend. <laughs> is that a compliment? No one, yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, 122, the Employment Hour. Lior is here to uh, take your calls. 416-870-6400. Star 640 on cell. We always bounce to the phones and uh good afternoon lucy hi yeah hi my friend um recently received termination letter then uh, in two months he will be not employed anymore okay. okay so he never had written offer from his current owner and the question is is he entitled to severance package because he worked 15 years for this guy Officially, on apparel, uh, but uh, the reason why he's uh, le- letting him go, because business is not doing so good, mm-hmm. he did not pay properly his salary. Uh, my friend three times wrote to Minister of Labor uh, and uh, resolved dispute with this guy. So overall, he paid him money that he was on him, but he told me in two months he will be out. He did not give him any additional money. We assume he will pay him this two months as a salary because he still continue working for this guy. Okay, a couple of questions, uh, Lucy. Did the employer give him notice in writing that in two months his job is going to end? Yes. Okay. And what type of job? What does uh, your, your friend do? Uh, he is working in ceramic tile business. Okay. And approximately how old is he? He is a uh, 49. 49. Okay, so let me let me tell you right now, he's going to be entitled to a year's severance. Now, mm-hmm. they give him two months notice, that counts towards his year, which means at the end of the two months, he's still owed another 10 months of pay, okay? Mm-hmm. 10 months. So 100%, there's no way around it. So what's what I propose, I, and I wouldn't wait till the end of the two months, Lucy, I would have your boyfriend call me at the office uh, now, uh, let's talk about it, because we can get it resolved so that when he his job ends in two months, he gets severance, uh, severance because otherwise he's not going to have any income, it's going to be very difficult to pay his bills. Yeah, but my, boy, my friend doesn't have any money to pay to lawyer. Can it be resolved that you will get paid, I don't know how much it will cost, because it, it may cost so much, because his salary is not so high. I understand so. completely. Most of the people that call me are people that don't have a lot of money, because they just lost their job. So yes, we can resolve Resolve it on they a basis. I understand. Have any money? Absolutely. So have him call me. We can resolve it on a basis where the company is going to pay. So absolutely, that, that's what we do in most of these cases. This is easy, easy to resolve, Lucy. So the number is four one six two one six five nine zero zero. See, that's a, that's a question we're going to get to in just a minute. Got Jonah in Toronto as well. Hi, Jonah. Hello. Good pal. What's up? Yeah. All I know, how long after you leave, they dismiss you from the job. Can you claim for severance? Good call. Good question, Jonah. And you have two years. So two years after you lost your job, you can pursue your severance. Uh, how long ago uh, was, did this happen? It's 
about 10 years now. No, so unfortunately you're out of time. Uh, it is a, a two-year limitation period, and, and that's a, a fairly strict one. Yeah, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. And uh, Lucy touched on it there. People think, okay, I, I, I should go see a lawyer, but a lawyer means cha-ching. Everyone's yeah. assume it's going to be a bucket full of cash just to pick up a phone. Yeah, and first of all, you know, to, to start off, uh, and most people, I agree with you, have that concern. First of all, to, to find out what your entitlements are, to find out uh, if you've been wronged or if you're owed something, to have your severance reviewed, certainly we, we don't charge. We feel that everyone has a right to, uh, to know what their entitlements are, and it's pretty easy, and we can do that. And, and so there's never any risk, any downside in calling. Now, if this is a situation where we can help you, we'll give you, provide you some options. Many options are available, including a payment of, uh, in terms of a, a percentage or a deferred arrangement. As I said, most people don't have a lot of money for this because they just lost their job and they still have to pay their bills. And it's they kind still of the have point, to, right? Yeah, so, so we understand that. So in most cases, that is a really a non-issue. And at the very least, wouldn't you be, be able to sleep better at night just knowing what your entitlements are, no yeah. matter what? Yeah. So how long, uh, how long does it take to improve severance, generally? If we can resolve it with the negotiations, probably a couple of weeks, fairly, wow. fairly simple. Uh, if legal action is required, on average, is three months. Uh, it's, you know, you, you hear stories about, oh, you know, two years ago I started the fight and it's two years later and I haven't resolved it. There's usually uh, a reason for that and that is that the lawyer that pursued it on behalf of the employee was not pushing hard or did not know what he or she is doing. There's absolutely no reason. Uh, to, 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 for a matter to go that long, even if a matter has to go all the way to trial, which is extremely rare, okay, 1% of cases, even that shouldn't take uh, more than a year. So, and, and that's not something I, I want even, anyone to even think about because it's so rare. Most of the times, these things can resolve anywhere from two weeks to three months uh, and, and uh, fairly quickly. 416-870-6400, star 640 on sale. You know, they mentioned expense. Lucy touched on it. You mentioned it right there. But, uh, and I'll mention this again before, uh, before 2 o'clock. Even before you pick up a phone, even before you contact Lior, you can always go to severancepaycalculator.com. Tell us about it. Severancepaycalculator.com. Well, we, when we started doing the show and in my practice, we got so many calls, people just wanting to know if their severance is fair and, and found out how many people were, were actually afraid to make that call because, as I said, they didn't want to talk to a, to a lawyer. So we decided to make it easy for people. We created the severance pay calculator where now, you know what, if you're still bashful, if you still think that I'm, a, I'm an intimidating person and you don't want to call me, fine. Go to severancepaycalculator.com or download the severance calculator on your iPhone, iPad, Android phone, and you can do the, go through the exercise yourself. You enter three pieces of information, how long you've worked, how old you are, and the type of job, and it's going to tell you right there on your phone or online how many months of severance you're owed. Extremely important tool, very effective, uh, very quick and easy to use, and it's valuable information. It's the only way to know other than calling me. It's the only way you can find out if your severance offer is fair. And people have been using it, literally thousands of people a month are, are, are checking it out and using it. It's a great tool, uh, and I encourage everyone right now to go to severancepaycalculator.com. And, and, and don't be shocked when you get the result. It's not a bug in the system. It's no. not a glitch in the programming. You will be surprised probably with the number you get compared to the one in front of Once you. Once right? a day, without fail, John, I get someone emailing me or calling me telling me there's a bug in the system. It's not work. The result doesn't make sense because uh, the, the amount is so much higher than what they were offered. I have yet to find a bug in the system. It works perfectly. The amounts are correct. It's only because you may be entitled to a lot more than you realize. I've had people come up to me and outside of show hours and ask this question, so I'll throw it to you. If an employer, uh, employee rather, doesn't accept the severance offered to them, do they risk losing it? That's what they're all afraid of. They're right? all afraid of it. You know, Leo, they've offered me three months pay. You t- you're telling me it should be six months pay, but I'm afraid I'm going to lose this three months and they have nothing. Is that even an option? 
No, it's not an option. It can happen. It won't happen. You're not going to lose the severance that's been offered to you. Okay, so there's no risk. Uh, and, and there's a very simple reason to that. Because if you're offered three months and it should have been six months, if you accept that three months, that's a great deal for the employer. That's a mm-hmm. fabulous deal you just gave that employer. So that employer is going to be happy to take that great deal at any time, whether it's today, next month, or next year. So no, you're not going to lose on your severance. There's no risk. When we're talking about improving severance, it's exactly that, improving it. I don't like risk. I would never, ever risk my client's compensation, my client's money, my client's severance. Not going to happen. 416-870-6400. Give us a call if you've got questions. Lior at employmenthour.com and always on his hip. It's 416-216-5900. The Employment Hour continues right here. On Talk Radio AM 640. That is excellent advice from our big voice guy. And Lior at employmenthour.com is the email. You want to give us a call? We are talking about the process of obtaining better severance, and then we'll get to a little bit of recruiting employees from another job. Nobody's ever recruited me. I've been asked to leave, but I've never been recruited to another job. I've got Jason in Toronto. Hi, Jason. How are you? Hey, not bad, Johnny. How are you doing? Good, good man. What's up? Um, well, I have an issue uh, with a previous employer. So, um, so I'm a private eye. And um, I had, so I, I, I was suspended um, from my old company. How I believe, like, I believe the suspension was without cause, anyways. And then, so I, on the first day of suspension, like, I, there was an issue. I solved the issue, but yet I remained suspended. And I, I asked my employer, I said, listen, I can't be off suspension. I've, I've recovered all the, the stuff that I need to recover. I'm fully legally back on the road, yada, yada, yada. I'm the, I'm the sole earner of my family. Like, I can't afford to be off work. He sent me back an email just saying, basically, too bad. Like, deal with it. So it went on for a week. And, and on the day that he said he was going to review this suspension, um, I sent him an email saying, what's going on? And he said, your suspension will be reviewed next week. We'll get to it next week. You're still on suspension. So I quit. I see. Okay. And when you, uh, first of all, how long had you worked there for? Six years. Six years. And uh, when did this happen? How long ago did you quit? Uh, a week ago. A week oh. ago. And did you find, uh, are you working now? Are you finding another work? Well, that's why I quit, because it's, it's a competitive job. Yes. And, um, and, and we have a, uh, like a portable license. We're allowed to go anywhere we want. Yes. So, so if he wasn't going to give me work, then I'm going to move on to another place that had offered me a job at the beginning of the summer. Uh, this place had offered me a job. So okay. I just called them up and, and in a day's time I, I had another job. Okay. And approximately how many people work for the company that you used to work for? Oh, quite a few. Um, just the ballpark. Bit, uh, well, in, the, in our one location, I think we have uh, 30, 30 employees, 25 field investigators, five office okay. workers kind of thing. So, so, uh, let, let me give you my, I, I'm assuming the suspension was unpaid, right? Correct. Okay. So if, in fact, the suspension was not justified, uh, again, if you can show that there's no proper reason for it uh, or that it was excessive, certainly a suspension that long would have to be based on something pretty darn awful that you did, then an employer doesn't actually have a right to suspend you without pay uh, on that basis. With pay, potentially, but not without. So what that, that in fact, does, it creates a, a constructive dismissal. A constructive dismissal is a situation where the terms of employment change. And in this case, of course, they change because you used to work and then you stopped working. Uh, and that means that you're entitled to severance. Now, in your situation, your full severance probably would be you know, north of six months, six to eight months pay. That said, if you're earning uh, income now, then it's going to get reduced potentially because you're able to replace your income. But you're still going to be out a few months pay. 
So what I propose, Jason, uh, is to give me a call and we can help you get that because, no, an employer does not have a right to suspend you without pay. And if it was a day or two, I may say, well, you know, we'll, we'll kind of look beyond it. But a suspension that long with no uh, uh, firm end in sight, no, no, no chance that that's legal. That's a constructive dismissal and you're out severance. I, I, um, I can fill you in the details if I, if I get a, like, I don't want to obviously do it on the radio. Sure. Um, I can fill in the details of, of why he believes there was cause for the suspension. And I can give you a backstory of, of why. Good. Uh, anyway, there's a backstory to it. I don't even care about the money. <laughs> I don't care. Like, I don't even care about, like, I landed on my feet. It's fine. Yep. But I want to give this guy his just desserts. Okay, well, uh, call me your, your, your just desserts uh, giver. Uh, I'll be happy to help you with that if you need. Uh, and again, call me at the office and I'll find out more about your situation and see how I can help. Jason can buy the dessert if he doesn't care about the money. That's I mean, right. Yeah. Or Jay, just give it to me. That works. That's right. Yeah. Jay, the number is 416-216-5900. Again, if you want to touch base with Lior before that time, Lior, L-I-O-R, at employmenthour.com. Process of obtaining better severance. Um, does going through the process of improving severance damage a relationship with the employee and the former employer? Not, I mean, some people, they wouldn't care because they don't plan to go back, but does it you know, leave a bit of a scar? You know, my, my motto in life is that you never want to burn bridges because you never know. I mean, I, I've always tried never to burn a bridge with anyone uh, if I could help it. And I think that's very important for people that lose your job. No, you don't want to burn bridges because you don't know what the future is going to bring. And I'm mindful of that. When I work with someone about uh, getting them proper severance, I'm mindful of the fact that there's a relationship there that ideally we want to maintain. So when I approach an employer, I don't approach them like a crazy wild man with outrageous demands and threats of lawsuits. My, my view is to take an approach that's much more respectful uh, and much more considerate. And I would say, well, employer, you let this employee go. Here's what you offered him. Uh, we want to resolve it professionally and amicably. And here's what we think is appropriate. Approach that way, you'd have good results. And you're not going to damage that relationship going forward. So, no, that's not really a consideration. That shouldn't be a concern for most people. And people should never, ever feel bad about pursuing what the law says that they should have. 416-870-6400-640 on sales, the number to get in touch this afternoon up until uh, around 2 o'clock. Talking about recruiting employees from another job. Do companies, uh, do they contact employees that already have a job to convince them to leave? Is that the process? Yeah, it happens all the time, John. And, and you know, this issue of recruitment, we often call it inducement. Uh, employees are often contacted by uh, by other companies. Uh, you know, depending on the industry that you're in, people may know of you or may hear about you through through others. Headhunters, right? Headhunters. Or maybe you, you used to work with someone that now works for another company and they told their boss, hey, I know John. John's a good guy and we're looking for someone. So it happens all the time. People are going to get unsolicited calls, uh, emails or contacts from someone trying to take them away. And there's some important legal issues that, that obviously we want to address sure. that are, are, uh, people have to know so they can protect themselves. Okay, so someone's called you away. You've uh, been given a good offer by this company that's headhunted you. You go, join the new company, and bingo. Three months in, you're let go. And the reason why that could happen is uh, if you start a new job, you know, you may realize or the company may realize that, you know, even though you look good on paper, you have the experience, it's just not a good fit in other other ways. So uh, the chances of losing your job after, uh, after three months are much greater than, you know, if you've already worked there for a while. Uh, so because of that, people have to be very careful. And why is that important? Because if you're working somewhere for a long period of time, uh, you're not looking to leave. Someone comes to you and convinces you to leave and then you leave and you lose your job. But wait a second. How did this happen? I was happily employed. Everything was fine. Now I, I, I went to take this job that seemed so great. I was let go. And now what do I do? So people need to understand that the law does address these situations. If you were recruited away from another job, 
uh, and you weren't looking to leave and you start a new job and, and are let go, say, in the first couple of years, then you actually are entitled to get credit for the time that you spent with the previous company. Okay, so that means that when you are let go, your severance is going to be based as if your employment was continuous the whole time. So even though you may have only worked for a year for this company that recruited you, but you had 10 years with the previous company where you're now you're really in the eyes of the law going to be an 11 year employee and your severance is going to be a heck of a lot greater in that situation than if you had only worked for uh, for a year. And many people don't realize that and they lose their job and they say, well, I guess it's just my bad luck. I only was there for a year not realizing that because of the fact that they were recruited away, they're going to be entitled to a lot more severance. And that new employer has to pay the nut. They and the, whole, and that's wow. absolutely. The new employer has to have that obligation. We'll take a short break. Joe, hang on the line. We'll get to you. 416-870-6400, star 640 on sale. Lots more to go here. The Employment Hour. Talk radio, AM 640. We're getting into the meat of recruiting employers from another job. First, we'll go to the phones. 870-6400, star 640 on sale. Hello, Joseph. Thanks for waiting. How are you? Hi, not bad. How are you? Sir? Good. You got a question for Lior? Shoot. Yes. So what's happened? Uh, I just uh, went to work and uh, the same day uh, before finishing the work, they called me in in a, in a room uh, and they just told me, like they just hand me a letter and uh, they said from this minute, we don't need any more uh, your uh, like your services, mm-hmm. I was working with the company almost for two years, and uh, on a daily basis in the morning when we had the meeting, they always told us and told me, like, you're doing a good job, everything okay. is okay. And uh, even that morning, they, uh, uh, my boss said the same thing, you are doing a good job. And in the afternoon, I was laid off. Okay, a few questions, oh. Joseph. Uh, yeah. First of all, were you part of a union? Uh, no. Okay. And what kind of job was it? What did you do? It's uh, building maintenance. Okay, building maintenance. And yeah. how old are you, like Joseph? Renovation. I am 50. 50, okay. So let me start uh, by telling you something. First of all, uh, in terms of letting you go, the company is allowed to let you go, even though there may not be any good reason, as long as they pay you proper severance. So if they pay proper severance and they decide to let you go for no reason, you did nothing wrong, they're still allowed to do that. Uh, The question becomes that of severance. So the severance is based usually on three factors, which is the length of your employment, your age, and your position. So you're in the renovation business, uh, you're you're a a two-year employee, I think you said, you're 50 years old, you're looking at between four to five months of severance is what you're going to be owed. Uh, What have they offered you? Or, Or did they offer you anything? They didn't offer me anything. Like I was terminated. Yes. They didn't offer me anything. Uh, I didn't receive. I even called the company owner. Yes. And I left them a message. They never called me back. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and then when I asked, I asked them when we had the meeting and they said, okay, they don't need me anymore. I asked them, did I do something wrong? That's anything. It's a problem. Like, no, no, we decided to make changes. Okay. So Joseph, this is a wrongful dismissal because what's, what makes this illegal is the fact that they let you go and they not have not paid you severance. That's completely illegal, no matter what. So, What you need to do, it's very important because we can get you that severance. It's very easy, actually. You need to call me at the office off air so we can talk and I can uh, find out a bit more about you and tell you how we can help you. But there's absolutely no possibility for this company to let you go without paying you anything. Zero. Impossible. They're going to have to pay that. And for you, four to five months pay. So that's significant. Joe, that number, again, is 416-216-5900. 416-216-5900. You know, it's amazing, and this is something before we get back to uh, recruiting. 
that we hear all the time. It's 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 not the fact that he didn't get severance. That's not the parts that's shocking him. He can't get over the fact that he's terminated. Yeah, he didn't do he, anything wrong. Exactly. Right? And, and, and that's most, okay. You can be. Unfortunately, yes. As counterintuitive as that may be, why should an employer be able to let me go if I did everything right? The law says, yes, you can't force the employer to keep you on if they want to let you go for their own reason. The only thing you can do is make sure that the employer pays you proper severance. And most people, when they do call me, it's because, as you've just said, John, they're upset about the fact that they were let go. They're not even necessarily thinking in terms of severance. Uh, But again, legally, an employer can let an employee go for any reason as long as they pay proper severance. The only exception to that is there cannot be a discriminatory reason. They can't let someone go because of their uh, medical condition or because they're of a certain race or ethnicity, uh, etc. Otherwise, they can let go for any reason as long as they have to pay proper severance. So we're talking about being recruited away from another job. You've been let go. So how do you calculate as a lawyer their severance just based on previous? Well, first of all, when someone calls me and they say they worked for a company for, uh, you know, say two, three years or, or less than that, one of the questions that I ask them right away is tell me how you came about to work for this company. Did you just apply for a job or were you recruited? And if they said they applied for the job, then that's fine. Then we're looking at, okay, you're a two-year employee or however long, and we'll calculate severance on that basis. If they were recruited away, I want to find out, first of all, uh, how tough was it for the employer to, to get them? Did they really work hard? Did they have to come back and improve the offer? Was the person actually at the time looking for other work? But in a situation where the employee was not looking to work and the employer really did try hard to get them to, to come in, maybe they matched their offer, their, their salary, or they beat their salary, uh, then that becomes an inducement. And then I say, okay, well, now I want to know how long you've worked with that previous company. Okay. And now uh, I'm going to add that time to the time that you worked with the current company. And now we'll see how long a service you have. And on that basis, we're going to calculate your severance. So very important, and then for most people, when they lose their job, they don't realize that. They don't realize that their past history, the, their history with their previous employer, may actually count in some situations. 416-870-6400-640 on sale. We'll take a short break. want to talk about protecting yourself if you're lured away with an inducement to another company. Give us a call. The Employment Hour continues. Talk Radio AM 640. 152. Get us up until 2 o'clock. We were talking about recruiting employees from another job. You want to squeeze in the last phone call, 416-870-6400, star 640 on sell. So protecting themselves, if they leave one company to another, what should one do? Okay, the first thing an employee has to do when they're being recruited away is understand that because they're leaving a secure job and into an unsecure situation, they have to try to even out the, the, the playing field a bit. So the first thing you do is you want to make sure you pay close attention to your job offer letter or your employment agreement with the new company, the right. company that's hiring you. What you don't want there is, for example, you don't want a probationary term. Well, if, if you're leaving a secure job and you're recruited away because they want you so badly, why should you agree to be on probation? Nonsense. Remove that. <laughs> it makes sense, right? It makes no sense whatsoever, <laughs> yeah. right? So, so get that removed. Second is you don't want things in the contract that limit the amount of severance that you're owed. You want to make sure that you have the full protections of the law. So you don't want to agree to, uh, to limit the amount of severance that you would get if things don't go well. The other thing you may want to do is you may want to actually go beyond that and actually negotiate in the agreement a favorable severance uh, term. So, for example, something that says that if I'm let go, I'm going to get you know, 12 months severance, 18 months, something that accounts for your, your previous service because you're really not a new employee. You were happily employed. They came to you. You didn't go to them. Why should you be treated as a, as a brand new employee? 
at the very least, you want to make sure that there's nothing in that employment agreement that limits you. So if you're if you're recruited, you want to pay co- close attention. You may want to have me take a look at it to, 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 so I can tell you if there's anything in that agreement that's inappropriate. Many people don't think about that. They sign an agreement and realize down the road that they signed something that, that now ended up costing them tens of thousands of dollars or more. Flip it around. What does an employer do? Well, the employer does the exact opposite of what I just said. <laughs> right. If you're gonna, first of all, if you're gonna recruit someone, okay, uh, you want to uh, you you, you want to enter into an agreement with them that makes it clear that you're not gonna give them credit for past service. Uh, that that. It's only the service with you that counts. You want to have something in the agreement that does provide for a probationary uh, period of time. You want to include something in the agreement that does speak to the issue of severance. Because if you're the employer, you don't want to be uh, on the hook for that previous uh, uh, service that the employee have uh, had. So you want to make sure that only the service with you counts. So the law says that automatically you inherit that past service if you recruited an employee, but you can do something about that in the contract. So be it the employee, be it the employer, you want to pay close, close attention to that employment agreement. Henry and Branty, you get last call of the day. What's up, Henry? Yeah, hi. Um, like I was, I, I was working for this company for 21 years. Um, they called me in one one afternoon and said, you know, um, we are we are in financial trouble, and we are going to let you go. Yes. But prior to that, they had um, they had already they hired another supervisor in a different department that uh, that had already quit. And they hired him because he was a friend of the production controller. Yeah. Now, did they pay you any severance, Henry? Uh, they didn't pay any severance because they say it was a temporary layoff. How long ago was that? Um, just over a year. Uh, and did they call you back to work? Um, they called me back because um, I didn't know about you guys. And then after, um, I took a lawyer. Yeah. And once she wrote them, they, they immediately said, oh, uh, you give me a recall. And did you, did you end up going back? Uh, no, I didn't. Okay. And how long were you off total? Um, a year now. No, uh, before they called you, I'm sorry. Um, I was off for um, probably about three weeks. Okay. So an employer does not have the right to, to lay you off temporarily, okay? You're still going to be entitled to severance. Now, that said, if they call you back, strictly speaking, they are only going to have to pay for the three weeks that you were off unless there's a good reason as to why you didn't want to go back. Maybe it was embarrassing. Maybe it was a a different type of a position. If you had a good reason as to why you didn't want to go back, then you may be entitled to significant severance. After 21 years, it could be 18 months. It could be as much as 24 months, potentially, depending on the job. So either way, I'd like to talk to you more and find out uh, the specifics as to why you didn't go back when they called you. Uh, but uh, if you had a good reason, if there's something preventing you from going back, if it was going to be very difficult, you're going to be looking at a lot of severance. Uh, at the minimum, you're going to be entitled to three weeks pay, no matter what, the three weeks that you were actually off before they called you. Henry, make that call. Call Lior, 416-216-5900. Last couple seconds here. Again, reiterate, severance pay calculator. Right now, John, everyone should go check out severancepaycalculator.com. It's going to tell you how much severance you're owed. It's a great tool. It's very, very easy to use. Uh, and, uh, and I'm very happy uh, that we've created it for people to, to check out. And I guarantee you will be shocked by the number you get at the end. You will be. And, and if you're not, then good for you, but you will be. And call me afterwards. And that'll lead to a phone call to Lior, 416-216-5900. And email Lior anytime outside show hours, of course. Lior, L-I-O-R, at employmenthour.com. This has been the Employment Hour Talk Radio, AM 640.